Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, commit to the tissues. Is pejorative pejorative? Live from the aluminum falcon. <laughs> Jumping into the Groot shoot. Having Chewbacca all to himself. More blood and swears. First name Bobby, last name Burger. Disney's Chippendales. Salacious turd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Your gift pleases Famputer. Famputer demands to know why there are men on her planet. There's no sign of anything in the desert, Batman. I'd better... Wait a minute, I've spotted something. This is the morning stream. Excuse me while I whip this out. Welcome, everybody, to the TMS Show. That's right, the morning stream. It is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by fabulous guest host, sometimes 30, uh, Thursday contributor, Mr. Bobby Frankenberger. Three names, Hello. right? Middle name Thir- Franken, yes. <laughs> last name Berger, right? Bobby Frankenberger. It's actually uh, five names. Nailed it. Uh, all of the syllables are separate names. Uh, it's good to have you here, man. Uh, you guys know him from a science segment on Thursdays, and some of you are fans of his podcast as well, so you know all about Bobby. But it's great to have you here, man. Thanks for being here. It's great to be here. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun time already. My wife and Bobby are co-hosts this week. So yeah. look at that. Uh, some of you probably at home heard the uh, the uh, the call I had with Brian yesterday. Good news. We're going to have him on again here shortly, uh, talking about... His day and his plans, uh, what happened last night, the meetup and all that, uh, looked like fun. I saw pictures, like 10 people or something showed up. That's pretty cool. And uh, he was wearing a loud shirt, which is what Brian How many does. Imagineers do you think are going to be screaming? You want to take bets? How many Imagineers will be screaming in the background of this? Oh, man, that one yesterday was like, uh, I mean, they were they were trying to get that crowd hyped. And I understand why you'd want that at a, at a Disney resort. Yeah. But I always feel like they're already hyped. And so you're kind of redundantly hyping them. Um, so yeah, I've never, I've never been that. to a Disney World land and not been hyped, like in an amazing mood, you know? Yeah, that's just the, that's, I feel like it's default status of being in a, uh, in the Disney space. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, those people were super hyped and hey, who am I to tell them how to do their jobs, you know? It's fine. Did, do you think they were like, uh, whenever I hear hype, so they were like a hype man, like. <laughs> yeah. They were back in the background going like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the little like uh, your your flavor flaves, your um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the little tiny guy that went around with Chris, not Chris Rock, 
Kid Rock. Right. Uh, who, uh, who else? Uh, who's another good hype man? I love a good hype man. I'm a fan of that, especially <laughs> in rap. That's the job I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my dream. That's pretty good stuff. Little John, is that a guy? Who's that? The little guy from Kid Rock? Is that who that was? He's not around no more, though. He, he ain't around no more. Look, I'm not talking like this just because you're from South Carolina and, and currently there now, but uh, for some reason I went a little I went a little weird. Anyway. Actually, it felt really, com- it was comforting. It yeah. fe- I felt at home. Did you? Good. Well, that's fantastic. So I got a story to tell that um, I just have to get this off my chest and, um, and then we'll probably be right around the time to talk to Brian and then we'll have some other stuff to go through today. But here's the deal. Last night, I'm sleeping. All right. Dead asleep. Went to bed a little late. Was up drawing till about midnight. Um, and I was just having a hard time sleeping. But I was, it was fine. I knocked right off. Fell right asleep. Great. That's a good sign. Two o'clock in the morning, I hear this. I hear... <laughs> and I thought it was in a dream. And then almost immediately, I hear... <laughs> the exact same thing. Whatever it was, a little muffled, repeated again. Could now I'm awake. From? Yeah, I had no idea at the time. Now I'm awake and I hear it a third time and then a fourth time. And I sit up on my elbows and I go, what the frick is that? And I hear it again. And I think for a second, it's my weird neighbor, my Tesla neighbor. Right. Maybe right. having a fight or something, but it sounded like a lady's voice. And they were repeating it. So st- whatever they were saying, they were repeating it in this stern, like, like you'd say, did you go to the bar after work? Did you oh. go to the bar after work? Like that kind of tone to it, you know? Yeah, like, did you pick up the eggs I yeah. told you to? Yeah, exactly like that. And I thought, well, this is a weird fight. I don't know if I should be privy to this, but also why are you waking me up at 2 o'clock in the morning? But they've done this before. They were working on their car the other day. Kim and I talked about it, and they were banging doors all night. So so it's not unlike them to sort of be up and doing something. Right. And... uh so I got up and I'm like listening really close. And Kim at this point is now awake. She's going, what is that? And, I'm going, and I listen again and I hear it. But I start to make out the words. So it's getting closer or you're just getting better? I'm just getting better at discerning it. Okay. Okay. And what it is, it turns out to be it's my freaking Amazon Echo show in the kitchen. <laughs> and here's what it's saying. Now connected to Carter's Jim Jam. And then alternately... <laughs> Now disconnected from Carter's Jim Jam. Now you might say, "What is the Jim Jam?" That's just the name that of her phone. Absolutely, my first question. Yeah, we all name our phone something dumb. Mine's called the Duke. Kim's is called I forget B- uh, Bubba or something. She named it after Nick because uh, we used to call him Bubba. And then uh, Carter's is called her. It's her Jim Jam. I don't know why. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But the point is, like, uh, it's she is just far enough. So whatever for whatever reason, she's been Bluetoothed. Her phone has been Bluetooth to that show, playing music, whatever. Um, and she didn't turn it off or whatever, but she just happens to be exactly at the right distance where it will alternately connect and disconnect because the Bluetooth's just real weak right there because it's she's far away across the house. She's rolling around in, in the bed. Yeah, for all I know, that is actually <laughs> happening. So it kept saying, now connected to Carter's Jim Jam. Now disconnected from Carter's Jim Jam with a little boop in between, although we couldn't hear that very well. The dogs are losing it because they're in the room with the Echo in their kennels, <laughs> losing their freaking minds mm-hmm. all in the middle of the night. So I guess what I'm saying is, turn off your Bluetooth at night. Gosh dang it. <laughs> because we were up thinking first the neighbors, then that. And then 
I kept thinking I could hear it. You know when you hear something repetitively for, for just too long and now you think it's still going kind of? But yes, it's not. I know exactly. Do you use one of those sound like white noise generators when you sleep? No, but I I, I was tempted last night because, you know, I got, I got I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes later and I still f- kind of think I'm hearing it. I can hear the right. air conditioner and then I, f- I feel like I'm hearing now connected to Carter's gym gym. Like in the background somewhere. And I'm about ready to kill somebody. Oh, and by the way, the way I fix this is not going to wake my daughter up. Because that would have been just, uh, you know, she's not happy when, when she's tired. <laughs> so I turned over to this other Echo we have in the room. It's like one of the old original tall ones. And I say uh, the A word. I go, A word. And I couldn't remember the language of what you do to tell it to tell another Echo on the network to do something. Right. So I right. said, uh... And then she goes, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm like, hold on, I'm thinking. And then, you know, Kim's laughing. <laughs> and I go, I go, I, I finally get my, I get my, my bearings and I go, uh, please turn off the Echo Show and disconnect Carter's Jim Jam. I think words like that. And it goes, <laughs> we don't know what the hell you're talking about. And it just kept repeating it. Right. And so I finally went, oh, no, what I need to do is just turn the volume down to nothing. Who cares if it connects and disconnects all night? I don't care. But sure. if I don't have to hear it, that's all that matters. So I said, A word, uh, turn echo, let's see, turn the echo show's volume to zero. And that did it. Yeah. But then I couldn't sleep for like another hour and a half. So, right. Because of all, because you're awake now. Yeah. Oh, I was so yeah. awake. Do you ever, um, in the middle of talking, like giving a command to your echo, mm realize that you've done it wrong and then start screaming at it to stop like it's its fault so you're like like you know a word uh add something to the grocery no stop cancel stop it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then there's that time nick ordered a ton of toilet paper as a joke he thought that was hilarious yeah we ended up using it though it was it was uh funny because we didn't send it back i think we got it put it in storage and then when the toilet paper shortage happened, we had a bunch of extra toilet paper. We did good. So Nick's joke turned into, you know, sometimes, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you, you turn water into wine? No. You yeah, get, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what the Catholics do, I think. You, you turn mud into uh, Nutella? I don't know how it works. But anyway, that's that. Turn grapefruit that into something. Nailed it. What was I thinking? Nailed it. All right. Uh, I think Brian might be ready for us to call. Yep, he is. So I'm going to we're going to add him to this and then we'll uh, continue on our way. Uh, he is in Anaheim, California in line for something. And uh, we're going to find out what and where and what the hell's going on right now. Okay, this should work. He may even be able to send us video that we'll see in Discord and then I'll show it to the chat if he has enough okay. bandwidth. I don't know. Uh, yes, we're looking for a, we're looking for a Brian Ibbett. Is there a Brian Ibbett there? Oh, there is a Brian Ibbett here. Uh, oh. Hello. Oh, How look, are you? you do have video. Look at this. Look at this. That's right. Look Ooh. at you. Ooh, he's in Star Wars Town Land. Can you see what's wow. behind me? Let's yeah. let's uh, let's turn sideways. Maybe that helps. That's it all works. perfect. That's perfect. That's the Millennium yes. Falcon, as far as I can tell. It is the Aluminum Falcon. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do you say Falcon? Yeah, if- do you say Falcon or Falcon? Falcon. All right. I say, I say, well, you know, I say both. It's like data and data. Yeah. It depends on now, what my mood is. Now, would somebody, would one of the employees or Gary or somebody there, like, chew you out for saying it wrong? Is there any kind of big, like, hard rules there about how you say Falcon or Falcon? Gary wore his um, Star Wars 
Well, his Star Trek shirt that's done the Star Wars logo. So it says Star Trek, but it's in the Star Wars logo. Oh, yeah. So so Gary can't chew anybody up for anything as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's awesome. You don't look, yeah. it doesn't look crazy busy. It looks kind of No, nice. it's really, it's not. It's, it's actually really nice. I've got my green milk here for a warm, warm green milk from a teat of a walrus on uh, Octo. Nice. Oh, you remember the plan. Uh, Look at you. Gosh dang it. Yeah, I, I did. I squeezed the teat myself and uh, wow. And then got some in my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just like, just like Luke. So, let's, uh, see. let's see if I can find... Chewbacca was here a minute ago, I, uh, and I had him almost all to myself. If your internet would have been good this morning, like yeah. on time, Gosh dang then it. we would have had a special guest, uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, sorry about that. Stupid internet. No, no. It's I'm okay. just glad it worked. Okay. And you're coming through like crystal here. This is great. Cool. Yeah. yeah, good internet. Uh, here's Og's Cantina. This is the cantina that I sent you photos from. Oh, yeah. Explain uh, the this. They, they do alcohol now, right? They do alcohol now, yes, and lots of it. Like, there's about, uh, I don't know, five or six places now in Disney and California Adventure where you can day drink, uh, get completely blasted, and then puke on the person in front of you on uh, <laughs> California Screaming. Nice. <laughs> That's great. That's what you want in a uh, yeah. park-going experience. Uh, I wonder who lives up there. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, like a sand person or something. Something's going on up there. Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or whatever so they like to be called. I forget. Are those blaster marks on the wall? Is that what that's supposed to be behind you? Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so, pointing like that. Like that helps. Can you can you <laughs> can you speak to the authenticity of this stuff? Like that's the other thing that really impressed me from your photos was everything looked it's- legit. It is absolutely amazing. So I was talking to uh, everybody that we had a TMS meetup last night. I'll talk about that in a second. But I was saying what I thought was really amazing about this place is that um, it's not made up to look like Star Wars land. It's made up to look like a planet that would exist in the, in the canon of the movies. Uh, so in other right. words, like when you look at a trash can, there's like a trash can right there. Yeah. You can see one off in the distance. It's like a little drawing um, or something. Kind of cool. Yeah, but it's not made to look like an R2-D2, like an R2 unit, which is what I think other amusement parks might do, like a really cheap thing like, oh, make it look like an R2 unit. Um, It looks like a trash can you'd find on a uh, distant planet. Check this out. There's like a... uh, there's all these uh, all these things like oh that says crew only. I was gonna say I could probably sneak back there. Let's see what's back there. But then I saw the sign that says crew only. Let me see what I can find here. Crap! I really oh, wish uh, you hadn't seen crew only. That would have been great. I know it would have been great. Let's get tackled by the uh, yeah. The, uh, get that on camera, baby. The Disney employees. So there's like a bounty uh, hunter after you. Kylo uh, Kylo Ren's shuttle back there. Oh yeah, look at that. That's the coolest ship mm-hmm. in the in the new movies. I love that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. So here's a good example. Like, here's just some random stuff on the wall and a weird little sort of right. energy device or little uh, looks like a radiator. Yeah, radiator looking thing. It's even making noise. Yeah, there's like a little speaker in it, and it's just making noise. And it, who knows what it does? Oh, nobody, nobody knows that. what it does. See, I love that kind of. That's my favorite yeah. kind of thing about Star Wars in general. Like when they started making things too clean in the prequels, I got pissed because I like the scruff and the gruff and the the gritty details and stuff. And that seems like this place yeah. is full of that. But just like you random... said, who knows what it does? It might actually do something, and they just dressed it up. It, yeah, it might. And there's actually like if you get the app, so there's a Disneyland app. There's all of these. Let me find one here. That's actually right next to the men's room, so I'm not going to do that one. There's one I read over here. Yeah, that'll get you. That'll so, get you sent to the home office on Main Street. There, if you're not careful. All right, so right here. Yeah. 
Oh, There's a little security panel, right? Nice. Right here at, a, at another employees only uh, door. <laughs> but um, if you get the app, you can actually interact with these things. Go around, cool. and while you're waiting in line, or while you're while you're waiting for something, uh, your your mom's in the bathroom or something, you go around and turn them all to resistance, to oh. turn them all from red to blue. <laughs> no way, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Are you getting? Are there? Quest. Are there? Uh, yeah. I know this is a dumb question, but are there Pokemon inside the park there where you are? Oh yeah, tons. I mean, there's Pokemon everywhere, okay. but it's um, uh, there are gyms aplenty here, and so I've actually been catching, uh, like doing raids. And then, because I'm waiting in line, it's like, all right, well, let's just, you know, catch something. Yeah. And, um, well, that might be kind of noisy here. Uh, so Not I'm catching bad. something and then I name it after whatever that area is. So I have, uh, I have a Heracross named Chippendale because it's by the Chippendale tree. Yeah. Not the strippers, but the, the chipmunks. <laughs> Not the stripper. Yeah. The yeah. Chip and Dale yeah. tree. Yeah. No so here's where, there. that's where, uh, uh, Chewbacca was at the top of that oh, thing because everything cool. is social distance, right? So right. he won't be down here with the hoi polloi getting sick. He's up there on his little platform waving down to everybody, yeah, making himself sick in a suit that stinks and uh, makes him human and dehydrated. Sorry, check this out. There's some some land speeders. Oh, and a uh, that's cool. And it's like you know you can't see what's making it hover. Oh, really? Like it's that's so it's cool. off the ground, but you can't see. It's probably it might be that, that, it might probably be that, that hose. Pipe. Yeah, that hose is meant to look loose and, and, uh, and not stiff, but it's probably what's holding yeah. it up. That's, um, that's so like cool, fix dude. It, fix it droid back there. You ever feel like just jumping yeah, I mean, the fence and like getting right up and all that stuff? It's amazing. It's like, you know, this is... There's only two rides in this whole area, in this whole Star Wars themed area, mm-hmm. but I could spend half the day here just checking everything out. Yeah. So there's another random door. Yeah. You know where, who knows? Yeah. I like it's it's uh, like a um what do you call it? Um it's world buildy to have that stuff all over the place like that, you know. Yeah. By the way, speaking of the Pokemon thing. So, naturally I've got that little device that automatically spins stops for me, so yeah. I got it turned on while I walk around here. So it's it's always getting me up up a little you know, balls and potions and stuff like that. Yeah. So I come in um and you have to go through a metal detector on your way in. And, um, but you're not allowed to have bring vape pens or anything into Disneyland. No, no vaping here. Yeah. So they look down at my little Pokemon spinner thing. They say, is that a vape pen? And I said, oh no, it's a, it's a phone charger because it does actually have a battery and charge the phone (laughs) and it's a Pokemon catcher. And they go, oh, like that's worse than a vape pen. Yeah, I'm, I imagine they they probably thought you were lying or something, right? Or trying right. to tell a story. Yeah, no, I think I think they actually genuinely genuinely believed me. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's great. Check out this whole bizarre area. So this is what's really cool about this. Well, so like they've got like this little bazaar with uh, stands and stuff like that. T shirts like you like you have in Star Wars. Yeah. T-shirt, yeah, exactly, yeah. So okay, so you can't you can't completely, you know. <laughs> it's not gonna <laughs> but, be all robes. Uh, but I mean, even like inside here, you've got this little, you've got a cage with some weird sleeping creature in it. Oh, that's cool. Those aren't porgs, and right? And it moves, and yeah, they have tons of porgs. Look at all those porgs. Oh, there's porgs for days, and the little oh, what's his name? Salacious. Porgs, porgs Actually, every hi there. What's Every critter from the movies you could possibly imagine. Yeah. In here. Do they? Uh, do they have the? What's this? Uh, I, th- I think I saw him. Salacious turd or whatever his name is. The little. Uh... Oh yeah. So salacious crumbs. So let's check this one out. So this one. 
this guy sits on your shoulder yeah and has a little um hydraulic button system that you keep in your pocket and you make his head turn and his ears move and his mouth open and stuff like that so he sits on your shoulder and just like you know oh wow provides, one of those. provides visual commentary for <laughs> bunch of people for ch- bunch of people in the chat want to know if you're uh wearing any sort of sunscreen today they want you to be safe with the sunscreen. <laughs> yes i'm wearing 70 spf all right good. uh Yes, absolutely. Good, good. That uh, seems good. I slathered that stuff on. As a matter of fact, I forgot to completely rub it in this morning. Yeah. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> um, and uh, um, I went out to Starbucks, got a drink, got a coffee, and then came back to the room and looked in the mirror, and I had a huge white glob of sunscreen like down my nose. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, that I didn't rub in. And nobody told me. The people at Starbucks, you know, just said, eh, whatever. It's we'll like figure a, it out. There's something about Mary moment for you there. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes, kind of. Yeah, exactly. So now this part you're at right now, this looks familiar to me. This Is out. Is this outside where the thing enters? This is where you start? Sort of, what? yeah. So we're close to, well, um, there's a cool little, uh, like, uh, oh, Jabba the Hutt door looking yeah, thing. That's cool. I want to bang on it and see if, like, something sticks its head out. Yeah, the ball with a stick could come out and go, Akuta or whatever. That'll be amazing. Yes. Very Let me cool. set my drink down. It does open. There are, there are, um, it's probably, like, for vehicles or something. Is that? Oh, my gosh, he banged on it. Did that happen? Akuta. <laughs> Did, did uh yeah. let me ask you this did uh um the play uh, is probably gonna come out and be yeah he's like <laughs> uh are those nuggets here what the hell we thought we were getting nuggets uh <laughs> how's the food and stuff in that zone like is it um, edible like what do you do there for food well i'm drinking green milk right now oh yeah i mentioned that um yeah i mean they keep it you know it's stuff like um bantha bites and uh <laughs> corellian space fries or something like that i mean there, i guess there's there are a few things that they're not going to be able to completely world build with food and drink and stuff like that but sure um is the drink you're drinking uh, it's not it's not spiked it's just whatever they're no no this is a uh, virgin green milk it's like a um it's coconut milk with like star fruit or something oh Mm, okay that's good good yeah, yeah. The blue gonna... milk is like a blue raspberry coconut milk and that's also really good it's, it's like a uh, frozen blended oh it's like from drink. from uh, uh aunt veru herself did uh did, <laughs> did you uh did you feel or uh, uh, does that drink give you the fur a little bit of fur no uh no the coconut milk doesn't if it were real milk oh, then yeah. i'd be then i'd be clearing the lines <laughs> then i'd be then i'd be uh maintaining that six foot distance from everybody that's a funny thing so so they're really strict about like you walk into um right now i don't have my mask on obviously it's the only time today i probably won't have my mask on but you walk into any um here's a cool little outpost thing back there oh that's cool that's the entrance to the uh, rise of the resistance right i'll talk about that tomorrow on the show um but you walk into any vendor or restaurant or anything and they say hey please put your mask on you're, when you're indoors, you're supposed to have a mask on. Dang, look at the size of that thing. Do you see that? No, aim it again. It's a huge-ass bug. Oh. oh, it just flew by, but it was like... It's a drone. Thing was huge. There are no such thing it as bugs. Drone. It's, it's always like drones. Disney, Disney drone or something. Yeah. Sir, put um, your blue milk away, sir. Like that. That's right. Yeah. But, um... Oops, I went vertical. Hold on. There we go. There you go. Uh, that was fun, so they man. do that. But then when you go on a ride, especially an indoor ride, they say, oh, please put your mask on. 
Let me know if it gets too loud right here. There's a lot of spaceship noise. You're good. Um, You're good. Okay. So when you go into a ride, they uh, they say, "Oh, come forward, please fill up every, fill up all the available space." <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go from okay, wear your mask. Uh, practice good social distancing, except for right now on Haunted Mansion when we want to pack the elevator. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they want to they want to pack you in uh, uh, when when they can, but they want to do the rules when they have to. Right? That's kind of the deal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, how did how did, the, how did the meetup go? By the way. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, probably about a dozen of us. Uh, I'm gonna forget name. I'm gonna forget some people's names. So, but like. Uh, Gary and uh, Leslie and um, uh, Kathy Hopkins and Tom and not Tom Merritt. Tom Merritt couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a good group. We had about a dozen of us and we took over a small area by the Tiki Bar and um, had a great time. Like, yeah. Yeah, we it looked had, great. pretty much had this whole area, had a whole area to ourselves. It looked great. You guys were um, it's up on Facebook. If anybody wants to see, it, it's up in the Tadpole group, so you can go uh, see everybody hanging out. Brian's shirt was very loud, and uh, it was very loud. There's another loud one, but there's no hidden. There's no hidden, hidden meaning or anything. Like, no, no Marvel or or Star Wars stuff in this one. This is just. Could you apply your Could you apply your own meaning to it, like your own special meaning? I could. I mean, I've got a. You know, I've got. Gamora, and then there's a little poo on my shirt. Oh, he got some poo on his shirt. There's, my, there's some poo on my shirt. That's adorable. Uh, Bobby, did you have uh, did you have any questions for Brian? I've been I've been kind of hogging the mic here. Do you have anything you want to ask? It looks a lot bigger than I thought it would. Um, the whole yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. The Star Wars area is is massive. It's I would say for a place that's only got two rides, I'd say it's it might be the largest land of the park. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. Adventureland, I guess, is is pretty big. Frontierland, uh, yeah. I mean, if you count, I guess, if you count what remains of Tom Sawyer's Island and stuff like that, this took up a lot of some of that Frontierland uh, area. Mm-hmm. But I, this feels like the biggest land in the park to me. I remember when they were yeah. working Maybe on it, and we were. I remember being there when they were like, you know, physically building it and thinking that it, it looked like a giant space, like it was just going to be yeah. enormous and never done. But I guess that that finally happened it's done yeah as compared to marvel the marvel area across the way over in california adventure which is um a lot smaller a lot well, a lot smaller than this and probably is the smallest area over there at uh california adventure because they just took up the uh toy or the sorry the, the bugs, bugs life, life thing yeah 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 they took out the bugs life which wasn't very big to begin with there were you know maybe three bugs life rides and a and a movie, uh, interactive movie theater thing. Yeah. Um, it's the only ride that right made now, my wife thing. sick. My, Kim got sick on that one ride where it just does the swing out and then the kind of crossover swing, whatever that was. It's the only yep. ride only yep. ride in Disneyland that made her sick for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah. She gets motion sick. And yeah. Thanks, thanks, Bugs Life. You're great. Uh, <laughs> did you? So you were about to get on something when we hung up yesterday. What ride was it? Was it the Tower of Terror? Oh, it was the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mission Breakout. So it's it's what used to be the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror reskinned. Um, it's the only thing I've ridden multiple times mm. uh, on this visit. I did that thing three times yesterday. Got a different song every time. It's easily my favorite ride in the park. Yeah, you know, I forgot that the music part that they do is probably a giant draw for you. Just from you know, from it is because it's you know it's all the awesome, awesome mixed stuff. 
but it's also it changes what the ride does so it's a different experience you get different visuals with the um the cast and even the order of the drops changes because it's not just one drop it's like drop and then rise and then drop and right. then rise don't you think it'd be better yeah. if it was named Groot Shoot wouldn't that be better <laughs> Groot Shoot yeah the Groot uh, Shoot go see, down Groot Shoot that would be the equivalent of making your trash can look like R2-D2 <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's a fair point. All right. Well, I'm stoked for uh, tomorrow because you'll be back and we'll get to hear about yeah, everything that happens today. Yeah, I'll have a bunch of, bunch of stories. Yeah, it'll be yeah. great. And I'm, you seem like you're just having a great time. Okay, here's something that Mizzoula said, and it seems like you would agree, and I think I'm kind of going down this path too. Solo trip to Disneyland might be the the best way to go. Like Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, I you know, every time I'm on a ride, I'm like, oh, I wish Tristan or Tina were here. Mm. But... Um, but there is absolutely something to that. There's something to be said for, you know what? I feel like Haunted Mansion. Boom, let's yeah. go to Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And you don't have to wait for somebody to go to the bathroom or like, well, no, I want to do, I want to climb the Tarzan treehouse or, right. you know, some garbage like that. Right. Or, or if you're not, if you're like, man, I just rode that too many times. I'm a little wee- uh, queasy. You get to take time out, yeah. but you're not making anyone else wait. So it's this nice exactly. little uh, exactly. thing. Yeah. I think that sounds all right. Um, yeah. All right. Well, tomorrow, so, yeah, we'll, to tomorrow we'll go into major depth on what happens today and all that. But uh, I'm glad you're having fun, man. It looks like a blast. Yeah, definitely having a blast. I needed this. Uh-huh. I needed this trip. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need a trip. You know, oh, you gotta yeah. get the H out. Look at me, I'm all. I look like I'm just glowing from the uh, from all the sunscreen I applied. Plus, <laughs> uh, it's, it's um, you know, it says it's 75 degrees out here, and it feels like it's uh, 98 Colorado oh. degrees. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a little more humid, yeah. right? You got the humidity there a little bit. Right. Not right. too bad, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. All right, Brian, uh, be safe cool. and uh, put keep your, uh, keep your GoPro in your pants or whatever. I don't know what that means. <laughs> we'll see Thanks, you tomorrow. Scott. Thanks, Well, there he goes. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Look at that. You guys just got a VIP walkthrough of Star Wars Town land. Wait, what's it he called? He convinced me to do that. Um, that Guardians of the Galaxy ride because I also don't like drop rides. Yeah, I don't either. Like he said, he doesn't. Um, but he said he likes that a lot. Yeah, I think that one is a cut above, given the the theming and everything. Uh, that'd be great. They should now make uh, who are Six Flags or whoever should make an equivalent. Uh, since James Gunn made the uh, the 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 new uh, Suicide Squad. They should make an equivalent of that ride, but have more blood and swears in it. That's what they yeah, should do. Yeah, they can call it the uh, the the suicide ride. Yeah, hey, look at that! <laughs> it rhymed and everything. Oh, I don't know if that yeah. would go over well. Suicide ride yeah. seems bad, maybe from a <laughs> PR perspective. Anyway, uh, hey, we need your help, listeners. Why? Because I'm doing something. Um, <laughs> And uh, I was, the other day I was thinking, man, I could just make this up on my own again, or me and Brian could like put our heads together and come up with it. But then I thought, it might be fun to get ideas from the listeners. What am I talking about? Well, our new mug. We're making a new one. And we always have these mugs for like big points in the show. The last one we did was for episode 200 or 2000. Uh, so the TMS mug that went out says TMS, the morning stream 2000 plus uh, established 2011 on one side. On the other side, it said, I can definitely see why you like it. So we used a you know, one of our meanie lines that we've had on the show. So we need a new mug and I've made a form to take your concepts and ideas and uh, put them on the web. Super simple. Really, really easy. Here's the website. Frogpants.com slash mug. I couldn't have made it more simple. 
frogpants.com slash mug is the address. Uh, Chad, I'm going to give that to you right now. I just copied it. We're going to paste it. Uh, for those at home, just go to frogpants.com slash mug and enter anything you think would be good. Funny, referential to the show, preferably. It doesn't have to be, though. If it's something you've just come up with, we're, we'll we'll consider it. Um, we just want to include your ideas with ours. And if we choose one of you, the person who got it that we picked will get one of these mugs for free anyway, just for their for their time. And everyone else who did it and didn't win will get precisely nothing. Okay. That's how it'll work. That's how it'll I'll, I'll give you guys a free one. Anybody can put this one in. It should say, I like coffee beans. <laughs> That's not bad. See? Look, Bobby's already got a better idea than I've even had so far. So <laughs> so be uh, be uh, quick about it. Well, you don't have to be that quick. We're not going to. There's no limit on this. I think we'll probably just look at them in a couple of weeks and decide. But we want to get these going, get them up on the store. It's one of our favorite things. And a lot of people really like these mugs. Um, and they're all asking, hey, when's the next big uh, big thing happening? Well, I can tell you, we're at 2158. We were thinking about a 2200 uh, as the as the commemorative number. But on the back, it matters what we say, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you can enter more than once if you want. Uh, just refresh the page after you're done. It'll, it'll give you more options or more times if you want to do it. I'm not really set up to take more than one during the first entry. But, uh, but as Kit London asked in the chat, uh, can you do it only once? No. You can do it as many times as you want. All right. Head on over to frogpants.com slash mug. All right, Bobby. Uh, how'd your no kid vacation adventure business go? Oh, yeah. So, th- yeah, this weekend I we dropped the kids off at the grandparents' house right before they're about to start school. And we were like, we're going to. We're going to send them away for a week and and have, for the first time in forever, some time to ourselves. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, which is good. Which is great for me because it's kind of like kicking off my, my, um, my, my youngest daughter's five. And so she's starting kindergarten. So she hasn't been in school yet. So this is the first time since my eight-year-old was born that I will have any time free Mm. like on a regular basis during the first half of every day because they're both in school now and so this we sent them away for a week to sort of like kick off my celebration. it's not really for that reason we're not just trying to get rid of our kids i totally feel uh, you i get it it's easy to it's easy for it to sound like that but i know exactly what you're saying it's well we were already well of course we do we do like to have time to ourselves but we were already planning on going to gen con mm-hmm. during this week um which is in uh, beginning of august every year but then of course you know what is happening with the gen virus con this got year? bad again is it is there they're not doing it because of that or what What's they that? are doing it, but we're we're sure as hell not going. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, they are. I got, doing I've got it too many friends with like uh, kids under twelve that are in hospitals or in on on uh, stuff right now, and that that Delta thing seems like it doesn't care how old you are. That thing's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's not giving a lot of doesn't give a crap for your vaccines. It seems no. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so we uh, we we kicked it off by spending a weekend in Charleston. Uh, downtown Charleston in South Carolina here, and we when we like to go to fancy do fancy stuff. We, we we splurge and stay at like really fancy hotels and go to fancy restaurants when uh when we go on vacation and everything. And um yeah. And uh, the first the first night while we were waiting there, we went to this like five star restaurant. They had this. I looked at the dessert menu when we were done. They had this uh, to give you a sense of the type of restaurant we were at. They had this shot of you could buy with your dessert a shot of cognac, mm. Louis the Thirteenth cognac. Ooh. It's two hundred and eighty dollars 
a shot uh, of alcohol? Yeah, no is the answer is no. <laughs> I asked the I asked the waiter if anybody ever gets it, and they said usually once a night, which is <laughs> really way more than I thought. Yeah, I would have thought that it. was like you know oh. This is a rare Kobe beef cut that's from the first cow ever made, and you and this three thousand bucks an ounce, and it's like once a year a, a billionaire will buy it or something. Yeah, but, they uh, did have a a, 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 a wagyu steak on special that they tried to sell us it was like two hundred dollars or something that's so good though man oh man it's good i bet it would have been but we are we like to splurge but not that much <laughs> yeah that's a lot that's you can actually get you can get some steak. pretty good wagyu beef on your own and cook it make your own yeah. yeah yeah i had duck for the first time that was really good yeah duck is oily but pretty good uh yeah i always found it to be uh, when i was younger off-putting because it was like eating grease greased up chicken or something yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I have a it's, better um, taste for it's it. like really, it's like not fatty in the way that you would chew up. Like there's not like chunks of fat that you're right. chewing up, but really fatty and, and moist dark meat, like darker yeah. than the dark meat chicken you have. Like a really good uh, dark meat turkey that's been brined for a day, like where you've really just like softened the meat up with some kind of goo, you know? <laughs> right. I don't right. think I, this is not a culinary term I'm using here, but uh, you know what I mean. Uh, and it but, is um, very rich. Red Fraggles, right? It's like a very, very flavory. Uh, yeah. Meat. So, so we were there, and our reservation was at nine fifty. We couldn't get anything earlier. We had to wait till nine fifteen to eat. And we're old people now, so yeah, you like, We like to eat at like five. Sure. You know? <laughs> sure. I feel you. So I'll do that. Uh, so we were like, man, that's going to be late. We got to go somewhere and like pre-game our dinner (laughs) (laughs) we went to some other restaurant and got an appetizer and had a uh, unfortunately i had uh, i was like well it's a long time till dinner i'm gonna have a couple of beers so i got a and i was on an empty stomach so i had i was kind of a little tipsy when i got to the restaurant Mm. um which was uh turned out to that's a different story but it turned out to be a bad idea because i didn't have a great night um (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, at some point, I was like, well, we'll just have like a glass of wine. And then my wife convinced me to get us a whole bottle. So it was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a party, man. Uh, Woo. Yeah. It, well, it was. Well, I went to the at one point I went to to go to the bathroom and uh, and and, you know, I already have like a social anxiety issue. Okay? Sure. Sure. <laughs> and so COVID has made for for me and many people has made that kind of worse. Oh, it you know? jacked it way up for people with social anxiety. Yeah, so so I went to the to the bathroom, and it was empty, and I was like, good, okay, fine. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I was at the urinal, and some guy, there's two urinals. Look at me telling a bathroom story on TMS. This has never happened before. Um, <laughs> hey, someone just called uh, you a kid, by the way, in the chat room. I like that. You That must be cool. Look at this. He says, just figured out why this kid looks familiar. He resembles a young George Lucas. I get that a lot, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do actually. You could do it. You could put on some plaid. You're wearing plaid now, so yeah. All you yeah, got to do you. is show up somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't have to do much and just talk, change your voice, and go. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about it? Like that. You got to go like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. To, that's what I'll do when I go to Star Wars Land. Is I'll cosplay as George Lucas. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Except people will be like, "Wait, that's him in the '70s. Where, where is he yeah. now?" 
Where's the waddle? Anyway, yeah. uh, sorry, we interrupted. You were you were down so, yeah. Down. So I'm in the bathroom and some some person comes in and they're standing behind me. There's two urinals, but they're standing behind me waiting. I guess they were waiting. I guess they were social distancing. Is is my sure, guess? Sure. Like they didn't want to stand next to me, which is fine. That's great. But I started to get like that that anxiety dread because there's somebody like yeah. like standing behind me. Like you're trying to, like you feel like you got to hurry now because there's somebody waiting. Yeah, exactly. Watching. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish up. I'm going to go. And so like I'm already like, oh god, what's going on? Why is he standing behind me? Okay, he's probably doing this, but was he watching me pee? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I go to the to the sink. I'm washing my hands like like you do. And um and then and then he comes up to the sink to and then so so I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here because this person. Uh, I don't know if this is what what's going on. Um, this is dr- drunk anxiety brain, by the way. Sure, so you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, so I, I go to wash my hands, and this is a fancy restaurant. They don't have like the blow dryers, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't have any of that at one of these places. So sure. I'm looking around for for a towel or something. So I grab the first thing I see right in front of me, <laughs> and it turns out to be it turns out to be a tissue box. Oh, I was afraid you're gonna say it's some guy's t-shirt standing next to me. Oops. <laughs> no, but if you've ever have you if you've ever tried to dry your hands with a tissue it's it's not it doesn't work no it's a nightmare um, no it's bad it's it's lint and fragments of tissue everywhere yeah. and uh and and it doesn't hold a lot of water so i had to instead of like once i realized that instead of looking around for a proper you know like hand drying implement I realized, oh, I just grabbed a tissue. I washed my hands. This guy who's been watching me the whole time saw me do such a dumb thing. And instead of <laughs> instead of correcting the behavior, I just had I committed. I was like, I'm just going to grab all, all in. <laughs> <laughs> so I just acted like this is just what I do. Yeah. I just dry my hands with tissues. So I just like started grabbing more and more and more. I had like six or seven tissues by the end of it. I'm drying my hand. There's like, it's turned into like a soggy, sopping wet mess in my hands, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I turn around and I just kind of like look at him and I go, Hey, how's it going? And I drop <laughs> it into the trash can and I walk out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I feel like we've all been yeah. there in some form or another, but uh, TBZ Gone says it best. You commit to the bit. Well done. That's exactly. I learned from ANTP to commit to the bit. Always so. commit to the bit. Well, But right. also this weekend, the other great thing that happened this weekend was I got to fly a plane. Whoa. Shut up. Yeah. Like a plane plane, like sitting in the cockpit and like flying an actual aerodynamic Yeah, plane? it was like a four-seater aeroplane. What? <laughs> did you really? How did this happen? Yeah. So I've... So I've been playing a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator lately. Well, I've always been... Um, <laughs> that's a re- weird way to start this story. Sure. Um, <laughs> then you're I've qualified. Really... You're automatically qualified. You've been playing Microsoft Flight Simulator on an yeah. Xbox or a PC. So Congratulations. I, yeah, I told the pilot that I met randomly. I've been playing Microsoft Flight Simulator. He said, here you go. Here's the keys to my plane. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I work for Delta. So, uh, you now uh, have a job. Welcome to the company. Exactly. Right. right. So, so no, I, um, I've always wanted to learn how to fly. And uh, so I've been and Microsoft Flight Simulator, by all accounts, is a very good simulation. I now know that that's true. Um, But uh, a friend of mine who we're going to see this weekend, she her boyfriend, her is uh, is a pilot. He has been since he was a really long time uh, since he was young. Sure. Um, And uh, I've only met this guy once, uh, but she's an old high school friend of mine. So we've known her for a really, really long time. Mm. And I was just joking with her. I was like, hey, is is Will going to be there? That's his name. I said, is Will going to be there? 
um, because I've been playing a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator. I got questions for him. Like, I, I want to annoy him with some questions. That's what I told her. And I guess she thought that was funny and screenshotted our conversation and sent it to him. And then she said to me, hey, I sent him what you told me. And he said, I should take Bobby up in the plane. Hmm. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. But I just figured he's going to fly me. He's just, we're going to get in his plane. Sure. And we're going to go for a flight yeah. around the Charleston Harbor area. And that, that'll be fun. So It'd that's what I'm there lovely. for. Lovely, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so me and and him and, and Stephanie, my wife, and, uh, and our friend, we all get in the plane and we're up there. And he takes off. He's telling me all about the instruments and and what you look for and, and how you do everything. You know, like, oh, you got to use these rudder pedals to break and you know you check your heading here you know all the things and so he takes off and we get up to altitude and uh and then it's not one of these planes that has a co-pilot like you're sitting next to each other but in a plane where there's an, an intended co-pilot usually you have two yokes one for each person this one doesn't have that because it's not it's more intended just to take passengers and stuff mm. so he's got one but what i didn't realize was that you can um, it's going to be hard to describe this, but you can like swivel it around to the other side yeah. um, to the person sitting next to you. And yeah. I didn't know that. So we're up there and he gets up to altitude. He levels it out and then he just like unlocks it, flips it over to me. And he's like, here you go. Holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I, I, I panicked for a second because I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And um, so then I start flying it. And, and I, at first I thought like he was just going to I just figured he's like, here, you can hold the the yoke and keep us level and and pretend like you're flying mm -hmm. <laughs> i yeah. kind of figured it was going to be that but no for like 25 or 30 minutes he let me fly all the way around and turn and climb and descend and all this kind of stuff do you have the bug now do you feel like you want to like i don't know go absolutely all in? i already started this is true i already started like looking up planes for sale and sending pictures screenshots to my wife like hey look this one's uh only you know fifty thousand dollars uh <laughs> wow that's fantastic, and, uh, dude. Very cool. Yeah. I've never had was, anything close to that. It was probably the highlight of my, I don't know how many years. Um, it was it was amazing. But I, I've, I've, any doubt that I had about wanting to take lessons to become a, like get a private pilot's license, yeah. they were dashed. Like I am, I am on that track. Eventually I will be. Oh, that's, a, a that's pilot. super interesting. I've, I've decided. My brother used to do this. My older brother, uh, Mark, used to, um, fly small planes and had like all the he was doing all the classes and then had like the early license stuff where you could do certain amounts of time but you had somebody with you or whatever and then at some point he just stopped doing that and instead now rides in those little like it's like a chair attached to um, a hang glider with a motor what are those called um oh just you yeah see i them, think i know right? what you're talking about yeah and there's in a lot of places they're illegal you have to you know, no ultralights. Is that what they're called? Gyrocopters? Kind yeah. Of like and you that? don't need a pilot's license for ultralights. I don't think. Yeah. So he just suddenly just went all in on that and gave up on the pilot thing. And I think it was because he was like, all right, this is really expensive that I'm doing over here. And yeah. all I really care about is getting in the air and hanging out and around up there. So I'll just do this weird thing over here that somebody could shoot me out of the sky with, with their freaking pellet gun. And I'll go do that. <laughs> right. So right. it is very expensive. Yeah. He loves that stuff. There's a place here you can do it, but you have to be really careful because just over a little bit further toward town, it's suddenly illegal. Like there's some kind of dividing line. I don't know what it is. It can't oh, be anything. Really? And as soon as you cross it, you're like in huge trouble. But if you 
don't cross it, you're totally fine. They don't care. Is it because of a military base or something? I don't know, actually. It's really weird. Or it's some kind of ordinance. Maybe it's a noise ordinance because you're starting to get into these very rich neighborhoods on that end of the uh, the valley. It could be that. I don't know. It seems like money makes things happen. (laughs) Um, But uh, it's the one where famously this local dingus who used to sell computers, uh, his name was Dale Chonzi. We've told whole stories about this dude on the show before, but <laughs> the short of it was uh, he's a total weenie, but he was up in the air one of these days with this thing and he saw some eagle or something and decided to, to ram it and punch it. <laughs> and, oh it my God. and it turns out that bird is like super protected, like major, uh, what do you call it, uh, on the on the list, the extinction list? No, the yeah. preser- whatever it is. So. He got in huge trouble for that and then fought it. He's a total psycho. He's got too many guns. People should have him on a list. They probably do. Anyway, um, so there's that. That's a fun story, and I'm glad you're a pilot now. Congratulations. Welcome to the United Family. a pilot. Yeah. On your next Southwest flight, check for me in the cockpit. And then listen to the news. Hey, we're going to do some news. It's brought to you by Bobby's Science Show, which I thought I'd let Bobby talk about real quick so people can uh, learn more about it if you haven't heard about it. Bobby, tell me all about All Around Science. Yeah, you know, if you are a fan of science, or even if you have just what I would call a cocktail party interest in things science-y, um, we, we talk about science every week, and we try to do it in a way that is um, not pejorative, Mm-hmm. Is the word pejorative pejorative in and of itself? No, like, is no. it making? <laughs> I think it, it hasn't like... yet. It hasn't yet crossed that. I think you're safe. I think you're good. <laughs> we we like to do it in a way that's not uh, that doesn't talk down to people, and we really like people to understand uh, what we're what we're talking about, and and just understand science, even the basic stuff. And we just get really excited about it every week. We talk about some news and some other thing. This past Monday, we talked about neurotransmitters. We probably got some things wrong because we are not expert scientists. So um, people who you know listen, email us and tell us how we got it wrong. But we talk about um, <laughs> neurotransmitters in this last episode, and and uh, we talk we talk about COVID every once in a while, and all kinds of things that are going on in science so i'm sorry i gotta i gotta give a shout out to sidian who sometimes says the funniest things in our chat he says science is an affront to the sky wizard is my favorite line i've heard all day that's great that is thank you sidian uh well awesome go check it out it's of course at allaroundscience.com i just showed the chat room what that looks like and you can go check it out today all right let's get through a couple of these stories here today um this is a weird one (laughs) i don't know why i chose this (laughs) Hey, whatever. They're all kind of science-related today, so sort of. Uh, so here's I this one. I think I know exactly why you picked this one. So I really don't know. Okay. But uh, a man learned that he could suck water up into his anus and then turned it into a career. Now, this isn't recent, all right? <clears throat> this is something from a while ago. We'll get to that. In Spider-Man, for example, a young Peter Parker is given superpowers by a radioactive spider bite and decides to fight crime. In Daredevil, okay, a little comic history... A young Matt Murdock gets covered in radioactive material and develops supersonic senses, also deciding to fight crime. In the 19th century France, a young Joseph Pujol, Pujol, I don't know how he said, was uh, taking a swim when he realized he could inhale vast amounts of water through his anus. (laughs) Eventually, I have a great clip with that. Where is that? Hold on. Sorry, it just reminded me of it, and now I'm going to play it uh, because it makes me laugh. Not the anus is a useful thing indeed, although we could do that. Here it is. <laughs> you waxed your anus. No, that's not it. If I had an anus. No. 
This is your anus. There you go, anus. There it is. Yeah. How about you, anus? All right, I have a lot of those. Anyway, <laughs> big shock. Scott's got a bunch of anus clips. Uh, <clears throat> so he did this, and then uh, uh, he uh, realized he could do it, and then eventually he had, he turned it into a hit stage show at the Moulin Rouge under the name Le Le Petomain, which is the Fartomatic, if you translate it. <laughs> That's pretty great. It, it, every word of this opening paragraph gets better and better. Yeah, it's really well written. We don't always get these on the show. It's extremely well written. This is on uh, ifscience.com, by the way. Or, uh, sorry, IFL Science, not If Science. Uh, he was born in 1857. Uh, he discovered his superpower uh, a little bit later in school at the age of 10. Um, uh, let's, see, let's see. He He didn't like water back then. Uh, but then the boy mentioned the incident to his family because he was leaking water. <laughs> uh, they told him it was nothing to be concerned about and uh, didn't contact the Avengers, says this writer. Uh, for a time, he forgot his skill. Years later, however, he uh, recounted the antidote to his friends in the French army. He decided to try it once more with his friends gathered around, presumably <laughs> resigned to the fact uh, Sorry, at that the dinner party didn't quite have the original classy tone that they had intended. He placed his anus below the surface of some water and sucked it all in. That the rest is history. He made himself a great <laughs> stage show, and it's an amazing, it's an amazing story. Now the Moulin Rouge didn't have, uh, they didn't have this reference in the film, did they? They didn't talk. About this. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that part of Moulin Rouge where you they were squirting water out of anuses, bringing in like the kiddie pool so that you yeah. could. And I love that Stick movie. Your, by the dip way, dip your butt in. Huge fan of Moulin Rouge. No, no, uh, zero complaints for me about that film. But it does seem like they missed an opportunity if they didn't talk to the or have the anus sucker on display at some point. But they didn't do it. Yeah, no kidding. So well, part of the part of the article says that he actually went to. He was concerned about it and went to the doctor. Um, and I just wonder and like mentioned this and it, I, I just think about like when you go to the doctor, you know, and and you're waiting for the doctor. The nurse is in there first, and they're like. The nurse always says, like, okay, well, do you have any questions for the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mention it, I'm I'm holding two gallons of water right now, and I'd really like to discuss it. Yeah, it holds two. It said two liters, a two-liter bottle yeah. of soda. Yeah. This guy could suck into his butt. Yeah. Less the, less of a colon, more of a condominium, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> ah. All right, moving on. Hey, let's do this story about iPads. I like this. Britney Spears, you know, uh, hit me baby one more time and all that. You know, you know who she is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she just bought her first ever iPad, and she's super stoked about it. Now, you might say, what? That's weird. She's a loaded singer. Why? What What do you mean? You know, why is this even a story? Well, it's a story because she's not allowed to buy her own stuff. Britney Spears yeah, has... Uh, this is, a, this is a, a, a kind of funny, weird lighthearted story with a really dark underbelly yeah that 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 conservatorship stuff is shitty man like yeah it's bad and i don't understand how it's at all legal at all well the reason i don't know how it's legal in her case but the reason that it exists in california i don't know what other states have things like this but the reason it exists in california is for people who might have dementia or or some other um, thing, some other situation where you would be concerned about um, them making decisions on their own because they're not of 
the right state of mind or something like that. And you can imagine like someone in late stages of dementia, you of being concerned about. I can see that. This is, this is effed. This is like loophole yeah. city, man. Like, like I get it. If somebody, let's say, uh, yeah, like you just described, somebody's in their eighties. They are they're in late stage dementia. They can't control any of the stuff they have to do. You come in and you and you say, all right, well, my son's going to do it. Or, or the son says, we have to do this. Like, what else are we going to do? We right. got to help them. I get it. But this is a guy who clearly just took control of his very talented daughter's career for the money and just held on to it. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Right. And I'm not even like, like, it's easy to see this on the surface and go, oh, pfft, rich people and their problems. But right. it's far. It's got far-reaching implications, and they can't be the only case. Like, there's no way. The fact that this can be done at all, and that because this what happened in what like 2008, I think, is when this conservatorship started. And so, like, there's been court cases recently. I think it's actually set to end in September. Um, uh, after finally years and years of battling it in court and everything there and there's a whole documentary about it now i haven't seen it i didn't watch um, it either i was i did i felt like i was going to be sad if i did i didn't yeah because because uh, i know that in south carolina for example you can and and there's lots of states that are like this you can have somebody committed um by uh by the state if if they're if something if some if they're having like a mental health an acute mental health problem right um, you might you might get have them committed sent to uh, wherever um, right, a, right. A, a mental a hospital to to deal with that. But this seems like it goes above and beyond that. It's like not only are you going to be sent to this hospital to be treated against your will because of some acute thing that's happening, but now you don't have any control over anything for what more than ten years now, thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, I agree. Uh, Tally mentions that's that movie I care a lot, the Netflix movie. Yeah, kind of has that. I mean, that's a pretty dark. It's that movie's meant to be funny, but also dark at the same time. Right. But it deals with the same idea. It's like having somebody swoop in and just by the law take over your shit, mm-hmm. but but not have to really prove out why or what. It's really it's just effed up, man. I don't like it. But really, congratulations on your first eye. No, I think that's great, dude. Have a party. Go for it. She has two kids, and they both have them, and she talks in the story about how you know, she was always jealous, and now she's got one, and hey, that's great. I think that's awesome. Uh, Quentin Tarantino in the news. You may know him from such films as uh, Reservoir Dogs, I Like Feet, and um, other movies. Yeah. (laughs) Hateful Eight. Hateful, uh, hateful eight, and then toes are the best. That's my favorite. All of those, those movies you just listed are yeah. real and and they exist. Yeah, the feet, the the magic of feet is his new one. It'll that's still a couple years out though. But watch for that. Right. Anyway, just uh, started just started filming. Quentin Tarantino fulfills his childhood promise of never giving this kind of related story. Never giving his mom a penny from his fortune, not a dime. Uh, here's how this story goes. Quentin Tarantino's keeping a promise he made to himself when he was 12 years old. Hollywood director, who is worth an estimated $120 million, has stuck to his vow of never giving his mother a penny from his fortune after she belittled his writing and filmmaking dreams when he was a kid. The 58-year-old man uh, made the reveal on an episode of Audacity's The Moment podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, Odyssey's, not Audacity's. I don't know who that is. That's some, Who is that? Odyssey. It's spelt. It's spelt really stupid. 
Yeah, so, I don't like it. <laughs> you can't be faulted this time. Yeah, I feel it's like saying audacity, like audacity just without the it. Yeah, it looks like audacity. misspelled audacity is what that looks like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the moment uh, is the name of the podcast. He recalled being uh, reprimanded for being or for writing screenplays in school. Uh, the director called, told the host uh, Billions co-creator Brian Kopelman that his teachers believed that his decision to focus on his writing rather than his schoolwork was a defiant act of rebellion. Well, of course you'd say that at the time. That's what you do when right. kids are rebelling. But sometimes right. they're... You encourage kids. Yeah, sometimes they're actually going to be worth $120 million one day. Anyway, says my mom had always had a hard time with my scholastic non-ability. Boy, this sounds familiar. This was me in high school. I was so bad. Um, then in the middle of her tirade, she, uh, he says, or she said, oh, and by the way, this little writing career with the finger quotes and everything, this little writing career that you're doing, that shit is effing over, she said. Uh, the director recalled being triggered by those words. Boy, that word trigger trigger is very triggering these days. Yeah, there's a triggering trigger. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then or when she said that she meant it in a sarcastic way, I was in my head and I go, okay, lady, then when I become a successful writer, you will never see a penny from my success. There'll be no house for you, no vacation for you, no Elvis Cadillac for mom. You get nothing because you said that. And he says he's done it. Now, if he's clearly I were matured him, since then. Yeah, clearly a lot of maturation has settled in. <laughs> I feel like um I feel like if it were me, I'd rub it in her face plenty probably. But sure. I would try to do it in a fun way and I would and I would try to I would try to forgive and forget and understand that parents don't know everything. Like it's okay. Just let yeah, it go. How many how many uh what do you like uh, Oscars? Has he? He's he's an Oscar winner. How many has? Oh yeah, he best director, many nominations, uh, writing, screen, best screenplay for. Oh geez, let's see, uh, Tarantino awards. There are many right. of them. It's a it's a long line of deals. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'll give them to you right now. Uh, nominee twenty twenty for best motion picture of the year. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, best achievement in directing once upon in Hollywood and once in, uh, best original screenplay once time once upon a time in Hollywood. All of those were nominations. Uh, right. Winner in 2013 for best writing original screenplay for Django Unchained. Uh, he was a nominee in 2010 for Inglorious Bastards writing directing and screenplay. 95 was the winner for writing screenplay and direction or sorry uh, screenplay for Pulp Fiction. And a nominee for best director for Pulp Fiction, uh, which is you know obviously his giant breakout, um, yeah. and then a bunch of uh, let's see, oh he directed an episode Klein of C- best, he he directed an episode of CSI, uh, yeah CSI that got a nomination for primetime Emmy. That's cool. I didn't know that. Right. Anyway, Popcorn Klein says forgive and forget, but belittle along the way. That's I think that's exactly <laughs> what you're saying and what I would do too. Like yeah. like I asked about the Oscars because I feel like I'd invite mom over. Yeah. And I'd be like dusting mm-hmm. the Oscar shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, oh, look at all these Oscars that this uh, this terrible non-scholastic abilityed uh, student has to move out of the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever will I do with these? <laughs> they just collect dust all the time. And- yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> um, here's the thing. My opinion is his best movie is Hateful Eight, but no one ever agrees with me. So. I can't win that argument with people. I love Hateful Eight. That's a good movie. Man, I love it. And you know what I love even more? I love the way Netflix now has it permanently and broken up into four chunks like a miniseries. Oh, they do that? It's already a long movie. He added in a bunch of cut stuff, director's cut stuff. 
Right. And then they separated it. It's already a long movie. It's like a three-hour movie, but now it's like a four-hour miniseries, basically. And That's it's cool. perfect in those pieces. Like the way that they bookend it, it's really well done. Damn, it's good. Oh, my gosh. Hateful Eight, you guys. It's not for everybody, mind you. But you want to see some... Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, played, uh, he was on Justified. What's wrong with me? Amazing actor. Uh, he was Shane on uh, uh, The Shield. Help me. Help me. Um, uh, uh, not Kurt Russell. Walton Goggins. Um, there you go. <laughs> Walton Goggins, who's also in Django Unchained. He's amazing in Hateful Eight. Amazing. Oh, my Lord. I want to watch it right now. All right. Uh, <clears throat> that's your uh, that's your news. And uh, a quick note before we get out of here. It's a short day, guys. We don't have no guests today. All right. It's like Monday. The guests are taking a break. We're giving them a we're giving them a little time off. And uh, that's okay because we're about as long as the show runs anyway. <laughs> we, our walkthrough <laughs> of Disneyland made things seem, uh, you know, this may have seemed short to some of you, but we're literally almost at time. Anyway, uh, I want to remind you about that mug thing. We really want to use you and your concepts and ideas over at frogpants.com slash store. That's frogpants.com slash S-T-O-R-E. Uh, or no, that's not right. Why am I telling you that? That's frogpants.com slash mug. All right. The other thing I wanted to tell you about is the broken hearthstone thing is still in full effect. Um, we've gotten a ton already. Right. We already know what the major donations are going to be. We're already fulfilling orders for the merch. Um, we're being fully 100% transparent about this because that's how I want to be with stuff like this. But if you want to give to some great organizations and also get a cool t-shirt in the process, uh, that's what this is about. For example, if you get the No Way Home t-shirt, which features the broken hearthstone on the chest and the words No Way Home, uh, art by me, uh, you can give your uh, the donated profits from that can go to Black Girls Code, Rain, or Women in Games International. All three are amazing uh, places to give uh, and, and help. Um, if you are want to do something serious, toward helping people uh, when it deals with sexual assault or violence against women or women in the workplace. These are all uh, amazing places to do it. And we're getting, and, and what's crazy is we're looking at the numbers so far and it's pretty evenly spaced. Like all three are getting basically a third so far, which is, which is pretty awesome. Great. I, I didn't expect yeah. that. Uh, and some people, and I know a few of you have been doing this, you've gone, you've gone in and done all, you know, gotten a different item and then, you know, did it separately. So each one, went to a different organization, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you can go find it now. There's t-shirts, stickers, buttons, uh, print, uh, possibly some, we're thinking about doing some mouse mats at one point. I'm not sure that, when that's going to happen, but anyway, all the profits, 100%, uh, none of it goes to me. All of it goes to these great organizations and is a good cathartic way of dealing with all that blizzard crap. So if you're interested, go check it out. Frogpants.com slash store. All right. I think that's it. Bobby, before we go, give the folks another uh, ring-a-ding on where they can find more Bobby. You did great today, by the way. It was really fun. I had a blast. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I love science. Uh, That's what I read about all the time in my free time. And I love explaining science to people and communicating that because it's not as complicated as people think i mean it's very complicated but but you can understand it and that's what we do every week on all around science um we talk about science news and just fun science stuff that we're interested in so check that out yeah all around science uh if you go find his uh uh, his tiktok account as well it's very good 
I like it. Yeah, pops I haven't up. done anything in that in a while, but I've been on vacation. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you got to take time off. But I'll, it'll pop up in my feed. It's great stuff. Uh, speaking of walking through Disneyland, it's often you walking somewhere. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, walking through the neighborhood, sweaty. Yeah, because it's humid there. It's freaking South Carolina. It's a uh, it's yeah. the devil's armpit. So uh, <laughs> so watch for that. That's good stuff. Uh, that's gonna do it for everything. I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. I do want to thank some patrons uh, for their support. Specifically, brand new patron Kelly Cook, who just joined yesterday. Kelly Cook, thank you. So, or may have been Tuesday, but thank you so much for uh, joining uh, the pantheon of Patreon supporters who make this show entirely possible. And I mean that uh, without your support. There is no show. So continue to support us if you would. And anyone who hasn't yet, maybe now's your time. Patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, uh, what else? Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Send us your emails. TheMorningStream at gmail.com. Tomorrow, Brian will be back. And uh, we'll hear about his day today and uh, do some other fun stuff. The usual Thursday business happens tomorrow. Be a PM this week for patrons. And... Oh, gosh. What's the Wednesdays today? Uh, I'll be on DTNS today, so if you're watching that, check me out there. Might do a game stream after that if I'm feeling it. And what else? That's it. Core this week should be real good. We got all sorts of stuff coming up. Lots of content. You can you just can't stop listening to this stuff. Uh, Bobby, thanks again. It was really good having you, man. Um, all right. We're out of here. I'm going to play a song on our way out. Uh, I picked the dumb covers and mashups this week, and so uh, you heard a <laughs> you heard a mashup of Ghostbusters and the Beastie Boys earlier this week on Monday. Well, today you're getting one of Ghostbusters and ACDC. It's called Thunderbusters. <laughs> so if you're familiar with Thunderstruck and the Ghostbusters theme, hot damn, have I got good news for you. So that's coming up right after uh, we go away here. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm in a hurry. Oh, well, all right then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.